Today in Science from Wired. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. today's spoken edition of Wired. Scientists discover evidence of the first large body of liquid water on Mars. By Robbie Gonzalez. For decades, Mars has teased scientists with whispers of water's presence. Valleys and basins and rivers long dry point to the planet's hydrous past. The accumulation of condensation on surface landers and the detection of vast subterranean ice deposits suggest the stuff still lingers in gaseous and solid states. But liquid water has proved more elusive. Evidence to date suggests it flows seasonally, descending steep slopes and transient trickles every Martian summer. The search for a big, enduring reservoir of wet, potentially life-giving H2O has turned up nothing. Until now. The Italian Space Agency announced Wednesday that researchers have detected signs of a large, stable body of liquid water locked away beneath a mile of ice near Mars' south pole. The observations were recorded by the Mars Advanced Radar for Subsurface and Ionosphere Sounding Instrument, MARSIS for short. MARSIS was born to make this kind of discovery, and now it has, says Roberto Orosi, a radio astronomer at the National Institute for Astrophysics who led the investigation. His team's findings, which appear in this week's issue of Science, raise tantalizing questions about the planet's geology and its potential for harboring life. Mars has collected its evidence from orbit, flying aboard the European Space Agency's Mars Express spacecraft. It works by transmitting pulses of low-frequency electromagnetic waves toward the red planet. Some of those waves interact with features at and below the Martian surface and reflect back toward the instrument, carrying clues about the planet's geological composition. Conceptually, using the instrument to study Mars' polar regions couldn't be more straightforward. Just point it toward the ice and see what bounces back. In practice, though, it's a lot more complicated. Mars spends relatively little time above Planum Austral, the southern polar plain of Mars, and the focus of Orosi's team's investigation. That meant the researchers could only listen for echoes periodically. It would take many readings and many years to get a clear picture of what lies hidden beneath the planet's southern ice cap. So, in May of 2012, on the heels of a software upgrade that enabled Marsis to acquire more detailed data, the researchers began their survey. Three and a half years and 29 observations later, they had a radiogrammatic map of Mars' southern polar plain. When they cross-referenced all their measurements, something immediately seized their attention. 
bright reflections in the radar signals, corresponding to what Orosi now calls a well-defined anomaly, some 12 miles across and several feet deep, roughly one mile beneath the surface of the polar ice cap. The surface of an ice cap tends to reflect radar waves more strongly than the regions below it, but on multiple passes, Marsis had detected uncommonly strong echoes originating from beneath the southern pole, or rather, uncommonly strong for a solid material. Analyses of subglacial lakes on our own planet, like the ones beneath the Antarctic and Greenland ice sheets, have shown that water reflects radar more strongly than rock and sediment. And in fact, the radar profile of this region of Mars' southern pole resembles those of subglacial lakes here on Earth. The researchers looked for other explanations for the bright signals. A layer of frozen carbon dioxide above or below the polar cap, for example, could conceivably produce readings like the ones they observed, though the researchers deemed this and all other explanations that they considered less likely than the presence of liquid water. I can't absolutely prove it's water, but I sure can't think of anything else that looks like this thing does other than liquid water says Richard Zurich, chief scientist for the Mars Program Office at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, who was unaffiliated with the study. Maybe that has to do with a shortage of imagination on my part, he adds, but it probably has to do with a shortage of data, too. More radar observations, he says, could give rise to explanations scientists haven't even thought of yet, and more questions, too. Not that there's a shortage of unanswered questions. Still unclear is how the water remains liquid at temperatures tens of degrees below zero degrees Celsius. Arosi and his team think the answer could be magnesium, calcium, and sodium salts, all of which are present in Martian rock and have dissolved in the water, lowering its freezing point. Another question is whether future observations by Marsis and other spacecraft will detect more reservoirs beneath Mars' southern ice cap. If this lake is a single occurrence, if there is no other liquid water anywhere else, then the implication would be that we're seeing a quirk of nature, an effect of residual decay, hydrothermal vent, some thermal irregularity in the crust, Orosi says. But if we were to find that Mars possesses not one subglacial lake but several, that would change the game. More lakes would suggest that the conditions necessary for their existence aren't so rare, and if those conditions have persisted throughout the planet's history, then subsurface reservoirs of liquid water could serve as a bridge to the early environment of Mars, a time capsule of sorts from a period billions of years ago when Mars was a warm, wet planet. Which, of course, raises the biggest question of all, could there be life in the waters beneath Mars' southern ice caps? It's certainly possible, says Montana State University glaciologist John Priskew, an expert in the biochemistry and microbiology of subglacial environments here on Earth. Priskew led the first team to discover microbial life in a lake beneath the West Antarctic ice sheet. You need three things for life, liquid water, an energy source like leaching minerals, which we know Mars has, and a biological seed, he says. It's plausible that the lake beneath Mars' southern pole possesses the first two. As for the whole spark of life thing, I'm not sure we'll ever know where the seed comes from, he says. But if Earth got a seed, maybe Mars did too. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. It's tempting to think that if life ever evolved on Mars, it would have to be present today. Orosi says a subglacial lake like the one his team discovered would be an excellent place to look, but first comes the search for more lakes, and after that perhaps landers equipped with drills. Going from zero bodies of water to one is a big change for sure, Orosi says, but the full extent of this discovery depends on what we find next.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.